0: What's really good, my people? This is No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I'm coming off of a weekend where Triple G fought Canelo and I had to get something out. There's a guy I know, his name is Sergio Vicente. Lifer in the fight game, has done MMA boxing, kickboxing, grappling. 10, 15 plus years in the business. Has actually fought in a couple of pro fights. I wanted to talk to him and get some details on how he felt about the Triple G-Canelo fight. We're going to talk about the weight at 160. We're going to talk about the outrageous scoring of 118-110 for Canelo that Adelaide Bird put in. We're going to talk about the draw. We're going to talk about if Canelo, Triple G should be a rematch right away. Should they fight in December? Should they fight next year? We're going to go into all the details. We're going to talk about how we felt about the fight, how we feel about boxing, period. Check it out. Sergio Vicente. Listen up. All right, my people. It is September 18th, Monday, meaning two days ago, it was September 16th, and Triple G, the long-awaited Triple G Canelo fight, was live. Now... I got my boy, Sergio Vicente, in the house. He's been bugging me to talk about the fight. We was talking about it pre-fight. We was talking about it post-fight. We were going to do a little, pre, a little pre-joint, little pre but he had to step out of town. But we're going to talk about it today. First off, how you doing? How you good, living?
1: Man. Hey, man, maintain it, man. Thank you for having me, man. This of course. Is, this is dope. This yeah, is real dope. So,
0: absolutely. Man. Yo, just to give you a little background on Sergio Vicente, big, big-time fight guy. Has been in the, a part of the game 15 plus years since high school he's 31 years old now. He has a background MMA, boxing, kickboxing, grappling, the whole nine. Had plans on yep. going pro, was going to do it for a living. Ended up having some health issues. Oh, you
1: can say what it is, man. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ended up <laughs> ended up uh
0: catching some bad luck. Had cancer, tried to battle back from that. Decided, "Hey, I'm going to start my own business instead of keeping keep keeping Keep going with this fight game. Absolutely, I'm 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 gonna just chill, take care of myself, and I'm gonna start my own company and make this bread at the same time.
1: Yeah, man. uh, Is that accurate? accurate. Was that a good intro? That's a great intro, man. I I don't think I've ever gotten the intro that good, man. So that's what's up. I appreciate it. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, man. I actually, uh, I was training. I was training, and um, you know, I was preparing to fight. Um, I was, you know, doing MMA and kickboxing at the time and uh man before you know it uh i ended up getting testicular cancer so that kind of you know derailed me a little bit uh funny thing is uh 2 weeks after i was finally cleared to um to actually you know work out and stuff again i ended up uh taking a fight uh doctor said it wasn't a good idea but i took a kickboxing match um and, and, you know i won so i mean that was all right yeah uh, a couple months after that um I was supposed to go ahead and uh, I I was scheduled for another MMA fight. It would be my first MMA fight in 3 years because literally that's how long it ended up taking I was out. Um super excited. Uh I actually in a week and a half I ended up cutting from a uh, 202ish uh to my weight class at 171. Um after I rehydrated, it was the day before weigh in. After I rehydrated uh, the very next day, I was from 171, I was about 172, 170, or I'm sorry, 192, 193. I pretty much ballooned back up to that. My opponent that day ended up seeing me, ended up pulling out of the fight. Right. So uh, like I said, people, this boy, this is the real deal right here. We're not talking to no, no, just
0: regular Joe Schmo that like, yo, I want to talk about the fight. No, man. He's been a part of the game. Yeah, man, he's, lovely he, game. yeah he's been, uh, he's been in pro fights for money. We're talking the real deal. Now I want to jump right into it. If you were somehow, if you somehow have not learned about the fight or you don't watch boxing or you're first off, you need to wake up. Hey, you're probably under a rock somewhere. Yeah. Second, <laughs> secondly, it was a great fight. I know there's a lot of controversy around the fight. If you guys don't know, Triple G Canelo won cuz yeah. there will be a rematch was right. a draw.
1: But but let, let, let's for everybody out there who's all been out of shape about you know the draw and all oh, its controversy realistically there should be no controversy about a draw. I can see a
0: draw. Draw makes sense. Now well, let's talk about the fight. Yeah. Well, let, let, let let's let's before we start getting into the scoring, the right, draw, and all right. that, let's go through the fight. Now, I know pre-fight we were talking about we both like Canelo,
1: love Canelo. We she talked, I mean, I'm am a fan of both guys. Both yeah. guys are. I mean, you talking about the top of the top of their game. Yeah, this is um th- this is our version of Hagler Hearns. Um, these are the two best middleweights in the world. Just like Hagler Hearns, you have the smaller man coming up to fight the pretty much the middleweight king. And I mean, that's what ended up happening. It was a very, it was, it wasn't the same. I don't know if you've ever seen that fight with Hagler Hearns. I mean, granted, it was before. Yeah, both of us I actually were have born. seen that yeah. fight.
0: My dad made me watch that fight as, as well. Fact. He should have. Yeah, it, it, right. Dap your dad up for me because yeah.
1: everybody needs, to see especially if you're a fight fan. If you've never seen that fight, it's it's the best three rounds you'll ever see in your life. It was a I battle, mean, dude. They just Big went out there and started just slinging slinging leather the entire time. Um, so you have those caliber guys who we will talk about in history, uh, the exact same way as we talk about Hagler Hearns. So Canelo Triple G went out there, dude, and they, and they did their thing. This fight not only did it it meet expectations, realistically, it, ex- it exceeded expectations. Um, I don't think anybody like there's all on paper it was supposed to be great, but it actually played out, which is amazing. So I, I mean, I couldn't have been more happy with the event. I think both guys performed beautifully. We weren't robbed in any sense. Both guys went out there and did what they were supposed to do. Canelo boxed beautifully, showed he was a faster, quicker man. Canelo I mean, uh, Triple G showed he's a shark. He he goes out there, he walks He's you down a and stalker, he bro. It. Hell yeah, he's a Re- stalker. Relentless too. He, man, it, it, be it the way how relentless he is, it's crazy. And one thing that surprised me is that he's never been twelve rounds. Never. He went, well, Triple G went
0: 12 rounds oh, against Danny li- against Jacobs, against against Jacobs. Jacobs. That was, But that was the only that time was the only he time had went been, 12. That
1: was the first time he went 12 rounds. I didn't think his stamina was going to be there. After Danny Jacobs, he looked like he was slowing down in that fight. So I thought, well, you know what? 12 rounds, he might not be ready for it. But, man, he trains in Big Bear. He was in Big Bear. He obviously came in awesome shape.
0: I mean, man, you, you can't ask for anything better. Both guys performed. It was incredible. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. To, to kind of go through the fight, now, I'm going to go all the way back to the weigh-in on on, uh, on Friday. Let's do it. Because they're fighting. If you don't know middleweight, middleweight's at 160. Yep. And that's where Triple G eats. That's, that's where he's earned yeah, that's his, his paycheck. That's where he's always that's been. That's where he's been murderers, murderer's row,
1: been knocking everybody out. He had a, a before his Danny Jacobs fight, he had, what, 20? I think it was 20, 23. 23 straight knockouts.
0: In a row. Yeah. So this is where Triple G eats. This is where he kills everybody, is 160. Canelo is, is a little is a little lighter, 153, 155. 154, he fights yeah. at 154 yeah.
1: traditionally, but he's also a naturally big guy. He walks around probably about 175, 180. So make it, being at 160 isn't a stretch. But again, you're talking about somebody who's just accustomed to being at that weight class. it, it, it is a different game. And there are but people talk about their levels to it. There are different levels, and especially when it comes to weight in boxing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. I think... Tell me about how you felt like the, the fight flowed. How did it start? Mm-hmm. Who'd you like in the beginning? Because mm-hmm. I, I know if you had eyes on, on your head, yeah. that middle that middle section of the fight was owned by Triple G. Absolutely. And then it kind of turned back around towards the end. Yeah. How did you see it throughout the way?
1: So the way I looked at the fight going, um, I, I think the first few rounds... And again, I've watched the fight actually three times now. So after watching the fight three times, realistically... Canelo absolutely won the first three rounds. But I could even go up to four rounds. I can give him the fourth round also. And then in turn, I could also give him the last two rounds. If he, And some people actually have even given him the last three rounds. So if you give him the first three and the last three, well, there's a draw. Um, the middle of the fight, Triple G ate, ate him up. Now, yes, Triple G was eating. He had way more activity. Not only did he have way more activity... He was doing a great job of, I mean, his his he was just busy, super busy. He constantly kept coming forward. And, I've never uh, seen nothing like that, to oh, be honest, like bro. bro. He like Terminator, bro. That's exactly what it yeah. looked like. And it didn't
0: and, no matter what he got hit with. He just kept walking forward. It was crazy. Um. So, yeah, not, I'm sorry not to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, Canelo Alvarez had more power punches landed. Yes. 114 to 110. Yep. And that didn't slow down Triple G at all. In the least. In, I mean, there's In a, the if least. you go back and look at the highlights. Yeah. Canelo hit him with some of his biggest shots, Yeah. yeah. Now Triple G shook him and kept coming forth. I will say this.
1: Triple G, I don't care what he says, Triple G was hurt a few times in that fight. He got hurt a couple times to the body, and you can tell because when Canelo was coming forward, he he dropped a big body shot. Um, I think it was like the eighth round or something like that. Triple G dropped his hands, kind of tucked into his stomach, and then started walking backwards. Clear cut sign, he got hurt. Another time, Canelo, he was coming forward. Canelo cracked him with a huge right hand. Big right hand also got caught with a big uppercut. Canelo hurt Triple G a couple times, and that's kind of what kept Canelo in the game, and especially those middle rounds. Yeah. Um, so for me, when people, again, talk about how oh Canelo got worked or whatever, it's not the case. Yes, Triple
0: G won those middle rounds,
1: but they were so close.
0: They were so close. Those so, rounds were so close. This is this is this is where I disagree with you. Because yeah. I know when we were talking earlier, you said at the end of the day, you're good with the draw. Oh, I'm I'm totally fine with the draw. Now,
1: the way I still like I can see a draw, and I'm arguing for a draw and why this has happened. But how did I have it had it scored? I had it score 115, 113, Triple G. That I'm I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, that's how I had it score originally. And even so, I still have it, that score, but I completely understand a draw. And the only thing I'm arguing right now is that this is why this is a draw, and we shouldn't be upset that it is a draw. Because, again, we talk about the scorecards. Um, one judge had a 115-113. The other one judge had a 114-114. Obviously, that 118, 110, that chick is blind. Like Adelaide like, Bird. Yeah. Adelaide Bird. Look, I know Adelaide Bird a lot because she she is the she, worst. She, she is the worst judge no, in MMA. She's notorious for notorious for like wild for ass scorecards. Yeah. Oh, you should see because she's in MMA all the time. So every time I see some booty decision, I know it's generally her. So granted, I'm sure she's a beautiful person. Yo, I'm and low sure key. She's the <laughs> nicest person in the world. I really am.
0: And she sticks out on the on the ringside too. She's like she's
1: the only she's, black lady out
0: there. And she's got big Coke bottle glasses when you see Oh no, she's on the fight. This shit. Dude,
1: she 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 needs to get another gig, man. Like, absolutely. She absolutely go back into the training gig. or something. She yeah, she has to. But you know what? I hate to say it like this. She's not the only one. Judges, boxing, MMA, they need the Fighters people who have been in the ring been in the cage whatever the case may be those are the ones that realistically need to be the ones if if not perform or competed they at least need to train you at least need to train boxing you at least need to train them you need you have to train these things because if you don't you don't know what those positions are like you don't understand what's actually happening if you haven't actually been in there so she's a problem and that score was absolutely a problem but if she scored it like she should have and she scored it where it was either 114-114 or you know Canelo let's say 115-113 it still would have been a draw so nothing different technically would have happened it would have been a majority draw if she let's say she did 114-114 it would have been majority draw still yeah, even the same outcome. So we shouldn't be bent out of shape about it well, because we get to
0: see this damn thing again. Yeah, no doubt. This is it. But this is what I'm. This is what frustrates me a little bit because, in my eyes, if you throw two hundred more punches, True. which Triple G threw, he did land almost fifty more. He did, which he did. He did. Glufkin lands two eighteen. Mm-hmm. Alvarez lands one sixty nine. Yes. You're the aggressor most of the fight. Yeah. So if, if I got this right, mm-hmm. he was more of a ring general than Canelo was. And, mm. and, and mind you, okay. hold on, hold on, let me finish. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I got money on Canelo. Right. So I'm, I'm pulling for Canelo. Right. But what I'm seeing with my two eyes is right. that Triple G is, is, is running the ring. Yeah. He's going wherever he wants. Yeah. He's throwing more punches. Right. He's landing more punches. Right. Now, how the fuck do you lose a fight doing all that? Explain it, that to me. It's actually pretty simple. Okay, tell me. Just because it happened, CompuBox numbers can be extremely,
1: extremely, like, just not not there. Um, we look at, like, the ring generalship or whatever like that. A lot of times, and a remember, I had Triple G in 115, 113. But a lot of times, Canelo was inviting Triple G in. He was trying to bait him into a lot of situations. And also, we have to see the flow of the fight. Yeah, if somebody's walking forward and they're throwing more shots, what kind of shots are they? We already talked about who actually landed more power shots. Yeah. A lot of the jabs that they actually gave Triple G were like a lot of them didn't even really land. They were just like these little like patter. He was just throwing out there just to stay busy and to kind of frustrate Canelo. So if I'm throwing a but whole bunch of But it was a mix of those, it was
0: those, and there was a lot of sledgehammer jabs in there too. He did have some, some neck sledge- snappers in he, there too. He did have some neck
1: snappers, but so did Canelo. So did Canelo. And the way I personally judge rounds is at the end of the round. Who would I rather be? Who would I rather be in there? At the end, you you think about It's an eye test, huh? It's an eye test. Damn all the numbers. Look at, just watch what's going on. Use the eye test. Who's actually winning that round? If you look at those last two rounds, Canelo won that round. He walked out there. He drew a line in the sand. He started bopping dude in the head. Those, that 12th round runs. was
0: crucial for Canelo. He bro. had to
1: win If he didn't win that round, <laughs> it wouldn't it, wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't care. Yeah. And I think he knew that. He did. He was like, I he got did. to close this shit out yeah, strong. He has to. And you know what? You talk about the cojones on somebody, he is tired. He tired out. Honestly, in the fifth round, Canelo was like, he was taking rounds off. He was trying to conserve energy and things like that. Something that he actually does throughout his career. He always takes rounds off. He does this consistently. But When he went out there and he was actually starting to actually, like, you know, find his rhythm, when he was on, he was on. But when he was off, he just took the rounds off, and Canelo continued, I mean, uh, Triple G continued coming forward. So, when you look at it that way, yeah, dude was throwing shots and doing things, but was he actually doing any damage? Was he doing anything? That's why I can give Canelo some of those rounds. And you think about it, all those, like, a lot of those middle rounds, Canelo started off great in, like, the first half of the round. Canelo won the first half, but what do we remember? We remember the last half of the round. So we're like, oh, Triple G won that round. Right. Uh, maybe not. He got thumped that first half of the round. Like he was getting murked that first half, yeah, and he ended point. up coming back. So people are so emotional, especially about fights. We get all like, oh, this will happen. This will happen. Dog, look, we, we we were able to see the two best fighters in their weight class do the thing. And they performed. They both performed. And the be- the best thing about it is we get to see this again. Now, I'm gonna tell you about the monkey wrench though. Yeah. Tell me. This is the monkey wrench. Triple G wants to fight in uh in December.
0: Hold on, hold on. Before we get into the Okay Triple G Canelo okay. too, yeah. I want cause I wanna ask I want to get your expertise yeah. on the stamina piece. Yes. Now Triple G knows he's gonna I mean uh Canelo excuse mm-hmm. me knows he's in for a battle. Yes. Why is he tired in round five? Is it because is it he's coming up to 160? Um, How much does that have to do with it? Him getting to 160, is that why he's... He's fighting a bigger guy. Yeah. He's
1: One thing we also have to worry about, notice about Canelo, he throws everything into his shots. He does. He doesn't throw pitter-patter shots. When he throws, he's going to throw. If you throw that hard, you're going you know, to tire out. And not only are you going to tire out, if you miss, you're exhausted. You know what I mean? So he was—he started missing a couple shots, and also, if you're walking backwards, you tend to get more forward as if you're coming forward. So when he started going to the ropes, fifth, sixth, seventh round, he's starting to get more and more exhausted. Why was he getting exhausted? It's just that movement. Guy coming forward—it's just like I'm—I'm going downhill. One guy's going downhill. One guy's going uphill. So, and and not again—not to mention I might have already said it, but. Triple G's a bigger guy. When you got that bigger, natural guy leaning on you, weighing on you, constantly putting that constant pressure on you, you tend to get more exhausted.
0: Fair enough. One thing, another thing is, so I think, because I have a lot of questions about this too. Yeah. yeah. And because I'm a motherfucker, I like to eat. And I like, I mean, you know what what I'm saying? saying? If if it weren't for me playing ball, Mm. I'd probably be like 320 pounds. I try to get in the gym every once in a while. I think people find it mind-boggling that these dudes on Friday... What's up? Just do Eats. Yeah, hey, at Sage. <laughs> yeah, we 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 go we're gonna give that a shot at the end, right? Um I think some of the stuff that people can't wrap their head around is on Friday, these boys step on the on the scale <laughs> at 160. Yeah. And then come Saturday night, Triple G walking in at 178, yeah. 180, 182. Yeah. yeah. Hot t- walk me through that process of cutting weight. And then putting it back on the the, the next day for the fight. How does it work? How do you do it? Give me some details on that. I would love to hear
1: The way I did it, and honestly, if I had to do it again, which I never will, forget that. uh, If I did, um, I would have. So in a week and a half, um, I started pretty much drinking like two, three gallons of water a day. As more of the week came, I did it for like three, four days. And then I started doing two gallons. And then I did one gallon. Yeah. And then I did not know water. So the last like four days, I'm not like three or four days, I'm really not drinking water. So, But I, my body, I'm tricked my body. My body continues peeing just like I was out there, you know, like I was still drinking that water. So next thing I know... So you I go from
0: drinking two gallons to just shut it all the way down? shut it all the way down within a couple of days. Yeah. Your body
1: doesn't realize that. So you keep on losing all that water weight, all that water weight. At the same time, I'm still going hard in the gym. So you're working out, you're sweating everything out. You're trying to get all the water weight out. My last day, so I literally in a week and a half, I cut from 202 to 171. Um, that next day to rehydrate, as soon as I go to rehydrate, because your body doesn't have any. Of Are you salts telling me you're drinking day, no water though? The last day, uh the last day I had a cap full of water. Like the day of my weigh in, I had yeah. a cap full of water. The day before that, all I had was one like I, I was literally sipping a glass of water the entire day. Like that's how I mean Garrett, it's it's not good for you. Yeah, no, no, no! It's not healthy at Bro. all. Um, so, like I said, if I was to do it, you know, differently, I would actually walk around closer to my weight class. Bro. I want to be the bigger guy, and that's what most of those guys do. I want to be better. I want to have that extra weight, that extra power, that extra, you know, horsepower. Yeah, it's yeah. not worth it. It's difficult. So that's how. So the, when you rehydrate. You drink, you know, whether it be, you know, Gatorades, Pedialyte, those type of things to really get those electrolytes back in your body. And then you just start eating salt, salty foods, eat breakfast burritos, bagels. I actually had a a medium uh, deep dish from Giordano's to myself. Smash that thing. Next thing you know, you wake up in the morning like you can visibly see the your face like filling back out as you're eating it's the craziest thing ever man like i was sitting there eating with like food with my boys and my team and they're like dog like i weighed myself after my first meal i was already up 10 pounds
0: see that's yeah okay i mean that I makes already sense up 10 pounds. yeah that makes crazy. sense because you see these dudes get off the scale and before their second foot's off the scale they got they already dude, drinking dude they're on
1: <laughs> it's not even close man like right. you're on the scale you're on death's doorstep as soon as you step off the scale, it's like gimme give gimme give, give me food, right. give me water, like you're starving. And here's the thing, why you, you that's why you see guys always looking pissed off on the scales. It's not it's like you're the reason. You, this it's because of you. Right. I feel <laughs> like this. Right. It's your fault, you dirty mother can I curse on you? Yeah of you course. Dirty motherfucker. It yeah. was you. You're the reason this shit right. happened to me. So uh so that's the thing, man. Like so that's how you feel like when you're in there. So that's kind of how they bounce back. Different people do it differently. But for the most part, it's some variation of that
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's I always knew it was water weight, yeah, but I never knew the science behind you're slamming two gallons uh, of water all of a it's, sudden, it's and then one day you're not. And then you're doing that for a week. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, yeah. I mean, I knew it was water weight. And I, I, saw, I didn't think about the salty foods. Yeah. You just come back, Dude, rehydrate, rehydrate, eat rehydrate, salty foods. Carbload. carb load. Carb load. Yeah, do your thing. And you're good to go. And you're good to go. Don't you feel heavy, though? Is it?
1: I feel like a million you bucks. Feel I bad? You feel I like do, you're back human again.
0: Yeah. I do. I haven't eaten in a
1: week. Eating right. Eating rabbit food, man. Over here, like, I literally had a, a handful of, of spinach my last day. The day of my way in I had a cap full of water. And a handful of spinach. That's it. Right. Ch- try to to choke down raw spinach with a cap full of water. Let me know how that
0: works. that's kind of difficult.
1: Yeah, it's not the it's not fun, man. Yeah, that's yeah, not fun. No bet. It's not a good
0: look. Okay, dude. I that's, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 fire insight because I think a lot of people wonder. How These boxers and MMA guys come and in, MMA
1: guys come but come way farther down. Boxing guys tend to stay somewhere generally around their weight class. So when you see like you know, Triple G and Gennady doing like really ballooning up, they're that's rare in boxing. MMA guys, I mean, I remember Anthony Johnson, who he just retired, one of my favorite fighters of all time. You know, Anthony Rumble Johnson fought for in the UFC. Um, he was fighting at 170 at one point, didn't make any sense because he walked around 230. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. That's wild. He walked around 230, and he fought at 170. Yeah. He ended up fighting for the title at 205.
0: Yeah, see, that's wild.
1: Yeah. Dude is a beast. Yeah. So guys like that in MMA, they're cutting hella weight to do it. So now they're trying to figure out ways in MMA and in boxing that guys aren't doing that. They want people to actually stay closer to their weight class. Um, Because if you stay closer to your weight class, one, you tend to perform better. Because your body, your brain, honestly, especially, isn't messed up. If you tend to cut that much weight, think about it. If you lose water weight, you're losing water weight in your brain, too. So if you end up losing water up there, easy concussions. Think about it. There's nothing padding into slushing around. So if you haven't fully hydrated, back up. You're not taking IVs. You're not doing those type of things. That's how guys end up getting concussions. That's why they want people to stop cutting as much weight.
0: So Yeah, that's... Thank you for that. Yeah, because I've been uh, I've been thinking. Of, I mean, I always knew it was water weight. Yeah, I I, I didn't know the, the the little details behind oh, it's it. It's nuts, bro. But um, so going into this triple G, Canelo 2, Yeah, I don't think it's been announced yet, but it's gonna yeah. it's gonna go down.
1: Well, they had a rematch clause. Okay. So if if anything happened to Canelo aside from a, a W, he was getting a rematch. Here's the monkey wrench, like I was talking about earlier. Uh, Gennady Golovkin is is supposed to fight immediately with somebody else. If you know, win or lose, he has a couple of different title challengers. Jamal Charlo. If you, I don't know if you heard about this cat. He has a twin brother. Him and his brother, the Charlo twins. They are both undefeated. Middleweight. One's a middleweight. One's a, one's a um, one's a welterweight. They were both welterweight champs. They are both welterweight chants. They both have belts at welterweight. They are both undefeated, and they both have belts at the exact same time. They still—they're still both undefeated. They still both have belts, but now the better one, the better of the two, just bumped up to welterweight or to to middleweight. He dispatched the, the dude he was supposed to go up against in like four rounds, knocked dude dead.
0: Yeah.
1: And now he's supposed to fight uh, Triple G. I'm gonna be honest with you, Charlo's better than Triple G. Charlo's better than Canelo. What's his name?
0: What did you just say? Charlo.
1: I said Charlo was better than Triple Wait, no, G. what's his
0: whole name? I'm going to have to look. If you, you say he's better up. than Triple G, what's his name?
1: Jamal Charlo.
0: Jamal? Jamal. Uh, yeah, I'll pull it up. Jamar right Charlo. Man, Everybody you know, write that it, down. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, there's Jamal and Jamel Charlo. Dog. I gotta gotta, watch these guys. I gotta go look
0: him up now. You say he's better than Triple G. I don't believe you. That's okay. You have to believe (laughs) me. I don't care if you believe believe me or not. But I'm gonna go check. But
1: this is what he he does better than Triple G. He has better fundamentals. His fundamentals are some of the best that I've ever seen. He never, his hands are never out of place. He doesn't drop his hands. He has great head movement. He moves great. He has great footwork. How How many fights has he had? Twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, he's ready. He's there. Yeah, he's he's in I mean he's knocking everybody dead. And uh he and, and he's one of those guys that's gonna be good for the sport. Uh he's flashy enough. He's still a gentleman, he talks trash, and he has a fun style, he has that fan friendly style. He is going to be a problem for Triple G. If he has to fight Triple G in December, that might be a b- Bad, bad, bad thing. But there's no way the they front. let that happen, right? There's no way. There's well, there's here's no the way. Thing. There's Gennady no way Go- the, next,
0: the, ne- the next fight is knows, not Triple G Canelo. There's just well, no way.
1: Gennady Golovkin insists that he fights in December. Canelo said he's going to take the rest of the year off. And he said he doesn't want to fight again until December, May. December,
0: around the corner. Why? Is, is that just in his contract at Triple G? I don't know. He's got I to get know, one off I, between I think that's before just 2018 G. or
1: something? I just think that's Triple G. I think he just wants to continue going. He feels good. It's a couple months. And I think that's pretty much his, nor- his normal schedule. You okay. know? Uh, Canelo is a bigger draw. He has more fights. He makes more money. So only he fights two times a year, other guys, again, Triple G ha- is zero draw. Him and, um, and, and, uh, and Danny Jacobs, they only had like a 100,000 pay-per-view buys. Yeah, that's nothing. Nobody watches these guys, man. So it's like if Triple G wasn't fighting Canelo, nobody would watch that fight.
0: It was it that low, a 100,000? When he fought
1: against uh, Danny, Danny Jacobs, Jacobs, it was like 150K. Like Word. That's it. Um, I watched it,
0: but. My boy, shout out my boy Chris. He's a huge boxing guy. He was in New York. He went to yeah.
1: that. Oh, dude. It, I mean, granted, you're talking about an incredible fight. Triple G has been in, in a couple of just amazing fights. Now, again, this is a big problem. Triple G is 35 years old. We all know in sports, once you hit the 30s, especially 35, it's all downhill from there. This might have been the only opportunity that Triple G has to beat Canelo. Canelo is 27 years old in his physical prime. He's only going to get better. This fight, this draw, he's going to improve off of that. And I think we saw in this fight, when the fight was in the middle of the ring, Canelo eight he's eating like zeke he was eat, eating all day long on the ropes that's when he caught problems if he's in the middle of the ring him and his team is smart enough and they're good enough that they make those adjustments i am be honest with you if he does get through charlo if
0: triple g does get through charlo if they do they're fight not, in December, they're, they're not gonna uh, look I'm, we're not even gonna talk about that because they're not gonna fight okay hey if he doesn't Thank you. Because Triple G is going to fight Canelo next. They have to. It's too much money at stake. It is too much There's money too at much, stake. It's too good of a fight. I'm they have saying, to.
1: I'm going with the hypotheticals Because right
0: he, he can't risk losing to Charlo. He can't. That's why he can't
1: walk in the ring he with Charlo. Can't. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so okay, let's say he doesn't, right? right? He's also been in wars, man. He's been in more. This is the first time you've seen Canelo in kind of like a knock him down, drag him out kind of fight. Triple G has been in a – he gets hit. He gets hit. He got blasted by Lemieux. He got blasted by Kel Brook. Who got? no, nah, he beat the shit out of Lemieux. He beat the sh- but he got. He blasted. beat he, Lemieux he, to he, death though. He got. He got. He caught. didn't even feel Lemieux though. He got caught with a couple big shots though, and that's the and thing. He, but he that's triple G though.
0: He always gets caught with a couple shots.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing: how long is that going to last, man? Your chin doesn't hold up forever. Yeah, you could, there's only there's a there's a clicker on those on your chin. So I, and I, once I, you hit that number. It's a wrap. Look at Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones is the man. He was able to take any shot. You can hit him with a sledgehammer. That dude wouldn't fall. He got clipped one time. He dropped. How has that dude been ever since? You can blow on that man's chin. He's going to gonna
0: fall down. So, Triple G, Canelo, two mm-hmm. You sticking with Canelo. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think Canelo ended up making the adjustments. Um it's going to be very, very similar to uh, when you looked at like Andre Ward fighting Kovalev. Kovalev is a bigger man, natural bigger man. The smaller man came up, won in a controversial—I'm throwing up air quotes—controversial, you know, decision. Yeah. They do the rematch. The smaller guy, who's a better, all the actual better boxer, makes the adjustments, puts the thumpers on the bigger guy. That's what's going to happen.
0: See, this is my thing. We talk about Canelo. Mm-hmm. If he gets in the in the center of the ring, yes. he was eating. He was doing his thing. Doing work. That's where he was winning the fight. Yeah, absolutely. The problem is, yeah, Triple G doesn't let you hang out in the middle of the ring. He's walking you down. But here's the thing: twenty four seven, bro. He you was, feel me? He's not letting you just hang out in the middle. So then, how was how was
1: Canelo doing work in the middle? He before? was. He, he he when it was when it, every time Canelo actually wanted to go to the middle of the ring. He did. He was putting himself on the ropes. Nah, it was and a little it, bit of both because little, he was. had no
0: choice but to back up because Canelo was cutting him off all day long. Do you he understand G what was I'm cutting
1: him saying? cutting him off or was Canelo was cutting him, him No,
0: no. Triple G was walking him down yeah, and absolutely. cutting the ring off. He,
1: and he's better at that than anybody Than else. anybody. Anybody. So if and he has a beautiful jab, even though it really wasn't Sledge landing. Sledgehammer jab. Yeah, of, it really probably was the best jab
0: much. in the business, to be honest. If you Everyone talks about his... He has, his, a one, he has a one of them. Every, everyone talks about his power? Yeah. Man, he just slaps people with that left, bro. Oh, yeah. Smack, smack.
1: Yeah, he does. He, you know he, what I'm he saying? Lands,
0: he, look, he lands great shots.
1: He does. And I am not trying to take anything away from Triple G. I think Triple G, pound for pound, is probably number three. You know, because right now I can't even move Canelo over him because he didn't win. You know, so, I mean, dude is incredible. Yeah, dude, I mean, I dude, think... truly is incredible. But I'm, I'm the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at a more analytical point. Um He is at the point that we're talking about something that might not even happen until next year. It might not happen until next September, realistically. Nah, dude, Canelo gonna try to get that that Cinco de
0: Mayo slot on it.
1: He's gonna try to get it. But I'm be honest with you. And again, we're talking about boxing. We're talking about the politics of boxing. If we're talking about MMA, yes, they would have run it right back. Right,
0: this fight. They might not. And the funny thing they the, might not. the thing about the politics of boxing too, yeah. on this rematch, if it's close, they're gonna give it to Glovkin because people think Glovkin won the first one. No. That's how boxing no, works. No, they won't. Yes, no, that's, they won't. That's, you that's know how why boxing they won't? works. And this is it does. You but understand here, but what I'm this saying? This is
1: why he wouldn't get it. Oscar the is a promoter. That's Canelo's boy. They're gonna fight in Vegas. That's the other it's thing Canelo's I think that's a problem. Town.
0: Triple G hadn't fought in Vegas. I don't know if it's ever, ever but ever. not, was, not it was, was, it was his first one, right? First fight I mean, in Vegas. that's a big
1: deal. It is, but again, you're talking about Canelo in Vegas against, uh, you know, with Delahoye. is the one shelling out the cash. You talk about politics, anything close in Vegas, Canelo's gonna get the nod. And that's the thing. Yes, yeah, so let's be honest. Triple G probably won, but it was close enough. It was close enough That you ended up Giving it to you know Make It's a draw We gotta do it again Yeah So Because it's a draw Hands down I think they're gonna End up doing a trilogy God I hope they do a trilogy
0: now nah, we're getting too ahead of ourselves. Now I, I'm, God, I'm I'm let's, I'm just dude, I'm get, a fan. I want this. Give me mine. Let's, let's get number two on the books and yeah. then uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it works because if on one wax. of them
1: gets if one of them gets scuffed in that in that second fight, they won't do a trick, right? Really. They all have to be entertaining, fights.
0: right? Put it on wax right now. You got Canelo in in, in, in yeah, the absolutely. second fight, yeah,
1: absolutely. I actually not only do I have Canelo,
0: I see Canelo with a late stoppage. Interesting. Hey, that's we're going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. Yo, first off, if you're I want you to give give a little promo rundown on absolutely. Sage Eats, rundown, oh, that, Boy Sergio Vicente. Got a got his own business, man. If you're looking for for uh, some grub delivery, go ahead. Break him down. Give him the details.
1: Yeah. So um, I own a company called Sage Eats uh, Chicago. We are a healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. We deliver healthy foods, organic, grass fed, free range directly to our client's home or office. Uh, as long as you're in the Chicago area um we also do fitness mentoring so we write workouts for our clients and we do a weekly skype or facetime you know kind of like accountability mentoring sessions for them so all in all in all our clients have an opportunity to do one of two things you can or one of three things you can just do food you can just do um you know workouts or what i would suggest is actually doing both and having the total all-encompassing packaging program um we've been around like i said for about a year and a half now uh the companies you know we're growing we're you know new chicago brand um please check us out you know look at our website where uh you know SageEatschicago.com, eats chicago.com s-a-g-e eats um also follow us on uh on um you know all social media platforms at sageeatschicago uh yeah the shoot us a line and actually you know what um check the they, boy out man yeah go check it, it out and if they go ahead and uh say they heard it from from here i'll give them 20 percent discount
0: done 20 percent off if you uh if you shout out no catch <laughs> up chicago on the order yep. sage vicente thanks for coming on bro this was bro, fun i
1: got you man hey i appreciate it thank you for having me and uh looking forward to talking fights with you